Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about when governments print money, where does it all go? Imagine if you went to Las Vegas to play a game of blackjack, but there was one player at the table who had a very special ability. That one player could print more cards at will. The game wouldn't seem very fair, now would it? So exactly where does all that printed money go? Does it get distributed uniformly throughout the economy? Or does it just go to a handful of select players? If the player got found out, they would probably justify that special ability as just having a benefit to the game. It's really to stimulate the game and make it more interesting. Today, half of all European government bonds have a negative yield. The total amount of outstanding bonds with negative yield at 4.4 trillion euros. And at the end of May, 20% of European investment-grade corporate debt also had negative yield. In the latest case of things that just don't make any sense, more than a half dozen companies with bonds having junk status also carry negative yield. Now, these bonds usually carry very high yields. These same bonds have a coupon usually in the range of 6 to 8%. They're now trading at or near zero in the open market. It's a stark illustration of how the ultra-loose monetary policy has turned debt investing into a choice about how to lose the least amount of money. When you're playing with other people's money, I believe you've got a responsibility to be a good steward of their money, and negative yield to me just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But it seems European investors have gotten used to paying for the privilege of owning safe government bonds with negative yields. Kind of backward interest rate. Investors have also gotten used to highly rated investment-grade companies trading with negative yields. But in the high-yield market, this doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Some people say it's not completely crazy. It's an acceptance that it's not about absolute returns, but relative returns. I think that's just rationalizing things. It makes no sense at all. There are bonds for about 14 European companies currently trading in negative territory. This includes companies like Nokia. You remember Nokia. They had the famous ringtones you could recognize from across the room. Today, Nokia is pretty much out of the mobile handset business. And through a series of acquisitions, they've invested heavily in regaining a strong position in the mobile infrastructure market. They're really only one of about three companies who has a realistic shot at any meaningful market share in the 5G wireless infrastructure market. But as we know, in the world of technology, things can be transient. The dominant player from yesterday can be a laggard tomorrow. Here are a few names that used to dominate the market that many listeners may not even know or even remember. Who remembers Wang Corporation? Or how about Digital Equipment Corporation? These blue chip stocks were eventually absorbed and disappeared altogether. Anyone remember Control Data Corporation? How about Amdahl? To be sure, most junk bonds are still solidly in positive yield territory. The yield for BB-rated bonds, the top end of junk, in the European market has a yield index at 1.9%. That's down from 3.6% in January. That really means that bond prices are rising. Now, some of the junk bonds that have negative yields, they have particular characteristics that might explain the ultra-low rates. About half of the negative-yielding junk bonds have a chance of being repaid early. That's because many of these bonds have a call option, which means the company could choose to repay them early. For some of these, investors buying them now are paying more than their repayment value if they get called. So they would definitely lose money. For example, if you look at the bonds for telecom company Altus, their Luxembourg 2022 bonds, which are currently callable, traded a price above the call price. They have a yield to call of minus 7.65%. So if they were called today, you would lose 7.65%. But if they were held to maturity, you would get a positive yield of 6.04. Other bonds have definite near-term repayment dates, but are improving companies, and nothing is likely to go wrong before the bonds are paid back. 
One company is in fact a U.S. company called Ball Corporation. They're involved in packaging and their bonds traded a yield of minus 0.2 and those bonds mature in December of 2020. As investors go in search of yield, I can't help but think of real estate investment. These yields make even the most insane real estate plays look brilliant. If I think about the rates of return that we target for our investors and that we actually pay our investors, I'm astounded that anyone would ever consider a negative yield. As I think about that, I'm incredibly grateful to be involved in the sane world of real estate investing. While it's not perfect, we're nowhere near approaching negative yield. So you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.